and uh, make sure that's uh, all in order because a lot of people just don't want you talking. They want to know where can they want to know sources and references. So you gotta get that. That's the hardest part. Then you gotta feel it. Gotta it's gotta be in your spirit. It can't be something you're just doing just to get listeners. At least with me it is, and uh, it takes a lot out of me to do shows. And because I haven't been feeling it, um, be it because of death in the family or I don't really know what all is going on with me, but the most high does. I just haven't had these shows. But I will try my best to have at least one a week, and I apologize for those of y'all that are so used to three of them a week, and we're going to get back there. But just a lot going on in the family, a lot going on in the family, a lot going on with me, a lot going on with life, a lot going on with my marriage, a lot going on with my kids, a lot going on with my job, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, as you know, this is the um, this is the feast days uh, uh, for the uh, those uh, uh, Israelites scattered all throughout the four corners of the earth. Uh, this is a time when the Most High have commanded Israel, bloodline Israel, to observe these feast days and memorial to what He has done and what He is doing. And those of y'all that have just completed the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Um, wanna um first of all congratulate you on even having a if if congratulations is an order, I don't know if you would congratulate somebody, but it's just good to see people trying to obey the most high. Those of y'all that don't know a clue of what I'm talking about, don't feel bad. Uh you know, you may not be required. You can't be required to do something you don't know. But um but those of, of us that have um seeking a little bit of deeper knowledge as far as identity and have come across the revelation, the major revelation, probably one of the biggest revelations of our time that will probably never make the news, and that is the revelation of the, the true bloodline Israelites. Uh, those of you that have come across that and have been blessed enough to follow the scriptures and to see the prophecies pointing at certain people individually, a certain individual nations throughout the country, and for the United States to be the African Americans inside of Africa, inside of America, the African Americans inside of America, who lives out these prophecies in Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, and really throughout the whole scriptures, those of you that have stumbled upon this revelation, and and some of you went even further to find scattered tribes throughout Africa and India and China and wherever, good for you, and good for those that are seeking to return to their natural uh, uh, faith, uh, um, turn back to the Creator by way of keeping these feast days. Now, we don't want to put ourselves in bondage, and I don't want to get really, this is not the topic tonight. I just wanted to just congratulate you or just to say uh, happy feast days to those of you that are enjoying um, these feasts. So before I Went further. I wanted to say that. Okay, so welcome to the show, those of you and those of you that don't know a thing about it, don't care a thing about it. You just want to talk tonight. You got something on your mind. You feel like it's far more important than what I just was talking about. You are welcome to. <laughs> You're welcome to. I know everybody don't understand what it's all about and don't care for what it's all about. That is fine. But I'm telling you, the Most High does have a remnant of Israel that is following out his commandments. I want to welcome everybody, those of you in the chat room. I see God's remnant. I have an idea. I think I might know who that is, but I'm not real sure. Um, text me uh, if you do, if that's who I think it is. But if, if not, 
Welcome, God's family, and all of those guests. Remember, guests, you got to go and register with Blog Talk Radio, as it's just going to say guest for your name. It's not going to print your uh, um, your ID. You can make up an ID. It's just like God's family. You can make it up, but you got to have something. Otherwise, you're just going to appear a guest. We've got a lot of guests, and those who are on the phone lines, thank you all again for being uh, on the phone lines, ready to go, ready to comment, ready to contribute, ready to hear what the Most High is saying through your humble servant, myself, and hopefully you as well. I truly don't have half the answers that you're looking for. So hopefully our brothers and sisters that will be joining us tonight will have more answers. I don't look to be necessarily a teacher or preacher on these blogs. Sometimes I am. Sometimes that's the way uh, Most High works. But other times he uses others to tell me a thing or two or to share with me a thing or two or to educate me in this area or that area. So, anyway, folks, welcome to Five Smooth Stones. This is Brother Seth. Like I said, we've been on vacation or uh, taking a break or whatever you want to call it, not doing that many shows, but we're going to try to speed that back up. Tonight is open forum. Open forum, what does that mean? Open forum means whatever is on the table is on this show. This is the time for those of y'all that really have a lot of questions or concerns or comments or whatever, you know, come on out with it. Come on out with it with your bad self. Well, anyway, as usual, I'm going to allow a few more of my um, of people that, that I know is going to be stopping by um, to to do just that. There's a, a few people I don't see that I'm used to seeing, and I don't know um, if they're uh, – think I know they're coming. So we'll just give them a few more minutes. I want to play a little something. You know, I always have these songs that I play during the show to put some on your mind. So I want to do that at this time. I want to put something on your mind. Put something on your mind, all right? So just we'll just be right back and allow our brothers and sisters just a little bit more time, a little bit more time. And um, let's see here, what song can we play? I got so many oh, in my, uh, here's a good one. Uh, should we, should we, should we? Uh, y'all may flip out on me on that one. Hey, here's a good one. We'll be right back. Roll up on the brothers with the bright light song. Pop up the truck with my tassels long. Hear that truth and the word so strong. Word so strong. Word so strong. What's going on? They like, hey, where y'all get him from? I'm like, I've been here so long. Open up your ears and hear this song. Hear this song. I said, What you gonna say? So Hebrew. You so what? Like this before They trying to keep it under wraps for show We can't let the fear hold us back no more Cause y'all said cowards are the first to go Check Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9 We know the blasphemy of the headlines They tricking, they treating everyone at the same time While we whine and die like everything's fine How long will we let that last? I'ma go ahead and put them all on blast Cause if the Egyptians are all black skinned 
how Moses passed for one of them and the miracle at the burning bush. Yah turned his hand white plus he married Kush, which are the modern day Ethiopians. So I repeat, this is in the all black skin like me. Deuteronomy 28, Yah will punish us by giving weight our mates. Put us on a slave ship and take us away. But we would get no rest and work all day. Pick cotton in the hot, hot, hot sun. Then force us to worship it in the name of one. Jesus Christ, is it dark or something? We grew up in that noonday like a blind nun. Please wake up, Israel, you are the one. That was called to teach this truth in the name of his son. Yahushua, Messiah, God's salvation. Under one nation, his stuff, patience. That's what it is. Let's do this for the grown folk and for the so everybody gotta account for the sins so Spread the truth and bring them back to Eden Rose Bowl is at. He lived not far from the Rose Bowl. 
And one of you, I flew up there and spent some time with the Israelites. When I when I first came into this knowledge, I mean, first first came into this knowledge, I flew up there and got to see this brother that was a scholar turned Israelite, um, meaning that he was a he was one of the brightest minds in his college, and caught on to this revelation and began to lead a small group of people and and share and and was. Very, very, very mature. He had a uh, lot of love and grace with all people, and he was preaching up a storm about who the natural Israelites were, why it matters, what the Most High had in plan for the last days with regards to a remnant of his people. Only a remnant, folks, because the vast majority of Israel is not going to pay no attention to the Most High. All right? So... The spiritual Jew, on the other hand, those Gentiles that have come into the fold will pick up where Israel fell, all right? So anyway, tonight it's not so much got to be about Israelites and Jews and Hebrews, and it can be about the brother that broke his leg playing basketball the other day, which I don't normally do sports, but I'm just saying it don't have to be no one topic. So any of y'all on the phone line, if you got a question or comment, I do have my eyes on the phone lines. Just simply press one, and I will get with you. Now, y'all got to be a little patient with me because I'm sometimes I'm look, focusing on the chat room and not on the phone lines. And on the phone lines, not so much on the chat room. It just depends. Uh, sometimes, a lot of times lately, the, there's more people in the phone lines than there is in the chat room. So I have to kind of keep an eye on it. Make me move a little slow. I may not see you right away. So anyway, uh, like I said, a lot going on, uh, be it uh, with regards to, uh, you know, bear with me one second. I want to look up something real quick here. Oh, and by the way, how did y'all like that group that just, we just played? Uh, I need to, need to find the name of that because some of y'all might want to know who that was. And I like to pay homage to these young brothers out here that's putting truth out there like that. But there's a lot of rising stars that uh, with this message that that is they ain't ashamed and don't mind telling and singing and rapping um, about it. So I'll, I'll look that up later if we have time here. But right now, I just want to uh, kind of let everybody know that we do have a website. Those of y'all that's new to Five Smooth Stones and you don't quite know who I am or what we do or what I've done or what I'm trying to do, uh, the website is going to be Five Smooth Stones. It's www.fivesmoothstones.webs, W-E-B-S, dot com. Again, www.fivesmoothstones.webs. Dot com. This is very important. Y'all check out that site. The reason why it, it will tell you what is Five Smooth Stone, Five Smooth Stone basically in about 10 seconds is five answers. Five answers, five responses to uh, five questions that I prayed about and asked the Most High. And the answers I got, I call Five Smooth Stones. And I call them Five Smooth Stones because they are smooth. And I rough around the edges. It's very clear um, what was given to me uh, with regards to the questions I asked. And maybe I'll talk about that tonight a little bit. We'll see. It's open forum, folks. 
ain't no certain questions, uh, ain't no certain form, ain't no certain format, nothing is out of order as long as we don't disrespect each other. That's the only thing that's not um, going to be allowed tonight is just disrespect, hatred for other people. And uh, that's pretty much it. I, have, I keep a very simple, very simple uh, format, okay? But uh, I guess I will just go ahead and talk about, uh, well, y'all bear with me. I'm jumping around. Just give me one second here. Um, a little bit about the uh, website. The website is another thing that I'm taking my time doing, but we do we have put a lot of videos on there, a lot of uh, uh, there's uh, brothers and sisters on there sharing, texting each other, I mean, sending messages to each other. Um, it's a good place to go and find people that is really um, in the same light, um, they're studying like you are, um, a lot of audio teachings, music, um, pictures of me all over the world, not all over the world, but at least about 24 countries. Um, I think I got that many on there. But y'all check www.5smokestones.webs.com. It is on the show description, that website. If y'all forgot the name or you don't have a pencil, write it down. It is on the show's description. Now, tonight, I want to start this open forum off by talking about something very dear to my heart. And, uh, again, we do not have to stick with this topic. We can move along and talk about other things. We're just that talented, so we don't have to just stay in one box, do we? Um, I want to talk about uh, about this movement that is just, just growing so, and you know, whenever a movement is growing, Satan always have to come along. And I do mean Satan. I'm not playing. I'm not talking about no spook. I'm talking about real live uh, enemy, for real, has to come along and try to derail what the Most High is doing. And we got a lot of brothers and sisters out there who just want to play with a new name, a new fad, a new something new to put on their tattoo. And they ain't been more serious about this than the man the moon. They just not. It's just that simple. And with every movement, you get this kind of people. Just like you get all kind of folk in the church, they now found the most high, and y'all know it. Well, it's no different. It is no different than with this movement. A lot of people are simply just following for the sake of, you know, something new to argue about. So I want to talk a little bit about tonight the spirit behind the movement, the spirit. What spirit should we have as Israel? What spirit should we have as Israelites towards other brothers and sisters of different faiths? What spirit should we have? Should we be all the time sitting around talking about, debating about the law versus grace, Old Testament versus New uh, what name should we call the most high? How important do we really think these things are? While I, I, I respect brothers and sisters that come on this show with knowledge about different things, such as how what, what, what we should call the most high. You know, uh, there are scriptures where he says, you know, uh, we're supposed to know his name. But what I'm saying is there is the bulk of the message of the Bible I get is 
for us to be loving people, respecting people. It don't mean agreeing with evil and sin, but we're supposed to be some lovers, or some serious lovers. We're supposed to be people should feel comfortable around us and comfortable about, around the God we talk about, the Most High, the Elohim we represent. And again, uh, real quick, because I see some few Israelites uh, showing up. Again, welcome uh, all of y'all that are keeping the feast days, finishing up the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Some of y'all just thought on it. There's a little bit of disagreement on that as far as when it starts, when it finishes. But welcome, welcome, welcome every single one of y'all. And, and not only that, but Baptist, Holiness, Pentecostal, Atheist, Agnostic, everybody, welcome to this show. And hopefully tonight we will learn uh, uh, enough about the Most High to be enticed to have a closer relationship with Him, because that's really all I care to lift up tonight is Him. Okay. So anyway, I'm really concerned about, and I um, I know the Most High is about this message uh, because we as uh, African Americans, and not just African Americans, but our white brothers and sisters. Uh, is Hispanic brothers and sisters, Indian brothers and sisters, they need to know who Israel is too. They need to see who the actual bloodline Israelites of our time is. Where are they? They're scattered on this earth. Somebody is a descendant of the Philistines. Somebody is a descendant of Israel. Somebody is a descendant of the Jebusites, the uh, Amorites. The, all these ites have descendants still on this, on this planet, probably living right next door to you. We're not just black. White, Hispanic, these are new tags. We are those ancient old people, those 70 nations from the book of Genesis. We are those people. We are those people, folks. Simple and plain, we are those people. We can try to put new tags on it and go and get a tank and some guns and AKs and go take some land and call it a new nation. And now it's over 200 nations because people don't think about war. And, you know, um, but the bottom line is the Most High only recognized seven nations. And Israel is one of those seven nations, and Israel is a type of time clock. Certain things that happen within the, within the nation of Israel, this is how we know the return of the Messiah. So, folks, I want you all to really hear me tonight. What I'm asking, the first topic I'm putting out on the table tonight, again, is open form. You do not have to stick with this platform. You can talk about whatever is on your mind. But the first thing I like to put on the table for any of you to comment on, question, or whatever, is what is the spirit that you're seeing behind this movement? What is the spirit? The prevailing spirit. What do you see? What does come? What comes to your mind when you hear the name Hebrew Israelites? For those of you that's on Facebook, YouTube, and MySpace, I know you know who I'm talking about because they have flooded by the millions. I'm telling you, uh, it, it would be smart of some uh, news station or television stations to start covering these things first because. This is one of those things that will not be stopped, and you either spearheaded and you know could even make some money probably from it, or you can try to suppress it, ignore it, and look up and you way behind the the eight ball, so to speak. Okay, so again, when you hear the name 
Israelites, black Israelites, black Jews, Hebrew Israelites, uh, what do you first think of and why do you think of that? That's the question I'm putting out there tonight, and I'm going to comment on that first uh, uh, observation myself. I'm concerned about the image because people are thinking that, first of all, we are against the Messiah. We are against Christ. That's the first major blow to this movement, that y'all don't believe in Christ. Y'all don't accept the Messiah. Y'all do not follow the Messiah. Y'all not, you know, and that is because we recognize that that letter J wasn't around back in biblical times and because a lot of us refuse. I don't, but a lot of people don't say the name of Jesus. They prefer Yahshua. Um, or, or Yahushua, or they just don't prefer the thing, the J. Okay, that offend a lot of Christians. That offend a lot of people that call themselves Christians, and they don't want to have nothing to do with the movement. Period. That's where they're at. Again, if you're just joining me, and I have to keep saying it because we keep getting new people on the phone lines on the chat room, and um, if you join us tonight as open forum, there's no certain topic on the table. Um, to talk about for the whole night. Right now we're talking about this particular issue, but anything on your mind you're welcome to bring up. And Brother Seth is just concerned about the image of the Hebrew Israelites and what they are conveying out there by the, I'm going to say millions. I know in my Facebook alone I have about almost 2,000 Facebook followers, maybe around 1,800, and I guarantee you, 1,500 of that 1,800 is Israelites. And of those 1,500, I hear very little about character building, that the most high want us to build our character. He's interested in our character, pursuing love and pursuing patience with people. And, and I mean, I hear a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of y'all out there that is doing the right thing. You're promoting uh, uh, this truth in a way that, that that brings men to a saving knowledge from the creator. You absolutely do it. But there's a lot of people out there that is arguing, um, you know, talking about people that worship on Sunday is it's not right and, you know, and they're not going to make it and disobeying the most high. They're going to suffer. They're going to, I mean, he's not pleased with their life and because they don't keep the Sabbath and, a lot of people are arguing about the names of God. What name should you call him? And they spend a lot of time. I know they break all kind of laws with dealing with each other because uh, emotions fly so high, get so high, and disrespect start. And, and there's all kind of laws broke in the name of trying to prove what's the proper name to call the Most High or, or the Messiah. So there's a lot going on. Uh, among these people calling themselves Hebrew Israelites. And I do see people popping in the chat room, uh, y'all. Uh, and so, again, I want to uh, remind everybody uh, or let everybody know what's going on. Tonight is open forum, and we have on the table uh, what is the spirit behind the Hebrew Israelites? What are they conveying? This is the largest growing really movement of people uh, in America. They talk about the Baptist, the Holiness, Church of God in Christ. All of these losing numbers. I grew up uh, Holiness and Church of God in Christ. And I'm telling y'all, a lot of people are turning to Hebrewism 
Now, they may continue to go to their churches, but they don't quite see eye to eye on a lot of things. And they do acknowledge the 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 the, uh, the main thing that so-called Israelites or Hebrew Israelites acknowledge, and that is the real Jews or Israelites of the Bible being African Americans and other uh, people scattered throughout the four corners that meet the qualifications or prophecies or characteristics in Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26. And that's just the just just the major belief, but there's other beliefs like the whole teaching on the with the letter J and his name being Jesus or whether Yahshua and how old is the J and and a lot I mean there's a lot of lot of teaching that go off into this Hebrew Israelite or Hebrewism. There's a lot of teaching, okay? Now, the strange thing is I think they get a little bit too much credit sometimes because there's a whole lot of people in the regular churches uh, that don't know who Israel is, physical Israel, but they still have issues with some of the beliefs. There's people saying Yahshua and Yahweh, they they don't know nothing about black Jews. They, they just, people that search the scriptures to see if these things be so, they, they, they follow the Most High, they follow... They follow the example Christ set for us, and they know a lot of this stuff that we've been talking about and that we've come into knowledge of in these last 20 or 30 years, however long this movement has been. I'm sure it's a lot older than that. Uh, it might affect as much older than that because back in 1800s, Pastor Cherry, uh, Prophet Cherry, uh, was uh, uh, was led a congregation, I think it's up in Missouri, these were the first people on record that we know of that was talking about how African Americans brought over in slaves just was nothing more than fulfilling prophecy set forth in Deuteronomy 28, verse 68, and really all the other scriptures in Deuteronomy uh, and in Leviticus 26, and, and really the whole Bible that talks about all the things that will happen to Israel. And the reason I talk so much about this, folks, let me get this straight before I go any further. Let's just, just a little footnote here for everybody. Some of y'all want to know, Brother Seth, I've been listening to your show now for almost two and a half years, and you seem to like to really talk about this Hebrew-Israelite thing. You know, I, of course, talk about the New World Order, One World Government, a whole bunch of other stuff, but I'm saying this is one of my, the thing that's dearest to my heart. And some of y'all want to know why. Why is it so important, even if we were Israelites, so-called African-American were Israelites? Some of you, uh, our white brothers and sisters, who listen to the show tonight, and they say, I don't get it. This don't have nothing to do with me. don't have nothing to do with my family. don't have nothing to do with my uh, job, my nothing. So you see no value in this show at all. Why don't you listen to me, especially you? And some of y'all may be uh, uh, Hispanics uh, looking on and, and I do believe a lot of Hispanic people are Israelites as well. It ain't just African-Americans. Anybody that brought to these Americas in slave ships or was brought to their place, uh, their, uh, wherever they are at, because the Bible says that God scattered Israel throughout the four corners. And I don't care how dark-skinned Israel was, which I believe they were initially, I don't care how dark-skinned they were, when they were scattered among uh, different types of people, they took on their characteristics, especially if there was mixing. And when you're in captivity, you can't help but to be served, be a servant. And y'all know what happened to those slaves and those slave masters. So I'm just saying, you're going to reflect the characteristics, the 
physical attributes of the various places you've been. This is why I believe Israel is in China. Israel is in, for sure, South Africa, West Africa, East Africa, India, for sure, hardcore proof that they're in India. Uh, China, and they're all throughout the uh, islands of the sea. There are a people, not all people can claim what I'm about to say, but there are people that are living out those prophecies. They were brought there in ships. Their young men is in captivity or in prisons or being in prison, whatever type of system they have. Their women was taken by people from the north. Yes, the people from the north. The Bible says they will work all the days that they like. They won't enjoy their labor. They'll gather fruit for their master, but they won't partake of them for a minute, for a while. Our people went through that. They gathered grapes, but they didn't enjoy those grapes. They didn't enjoy the foods that they cropped for their master. They only got the, the leftovers, the what we call today chitlins and other leftovers. Okay, the Bible says you'll build houses, but you won't live in them. Our forefathers build houses. You got to remember when you when you uh, looking at these prophecies that it's not just for you necessarily in your family in 2013. You are connected to a nation, my friend. You are connected to millions of people. It's not just you and your family. When scriptures, when you're talking about prophecies and scriptures as it relate to you and your lineage, you are connected to a nation. Some nation, you might not know where or when or how or what, but you are not by yourself. It's you, your mother, your mother's mother, all of you. What is your history? What is your heritage? Does any prophecies relate to you? Perhaps they don't. Perhaps you was one of those, your forefathers, back in the proud days of your lineage, Y'all were enemies of Israel. Maybe you're not an Israelite. Some of you were, you know, Philistines. You descendants of one of those 70 nations where the Philistines came out of. You're uh, this type of nation. You're from that type of nation, but you're not Israelite. That's fine. This show is for every single blood under the heavens. I'll go. One of the goals tonight, again, we're not just on this subject. If y'all got a subject and you want to talk about anything on your mind, let me know. We're not just stuck on this subject, but this is just something that's been heavy on my heart. I thought I would share it first, but we don't have to stick with this topic, okay? It's just that simple. We don't have to stick with this topic. But what I was going to say is if you are any blood under the heavens, and you got to look at your people, your leaders. That's why it's good to know what your grandmother did, great-great-grandmother, great-father, grandfather, his father, 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 because that's your lineage. And there are scriptures relating to you as a people. Now, that is if you're Israel. If you're not Israel, there's still scriptures that relate to you, but not as much as the Israelites. The whole Bible is wrote about this family and what this family is going to go through, curses if they obey, if they, excuse me, if they disobey, and if they do obey, blessings, blessings. What kind of blessings Israel will go through? What kind of blessings will they enjoy if they obey as a nation? Now, I happen to believe that Israel, the nation of Israel, wherever they're at, and I have a great idea. I know where they're at, but I'm just speaking 
for everybody sick, I'll say wherever they're at. Moses said when he died that Israel would become a rebellious people. Now, we'll get into some scriptures on this a little later on. I'm sure some of our brothers will be so happy to do just that, and now we'll get into some as well. But Moses said after I pass that you will become a rebellious people. So when we read Deuteronomy 28, we can look at the curses and see what exactly Israel is to go through if they're disobedient. Well, like I said earlier, verse 28 and 68 says that they will be brought back into captivity in ships. In ships, a nation put in ships and sold as slaves. The people over in Israel today that call themselves Jews, we don't hate them, disrespect them in any way, but any fashion, we don't preach it, forget it, I ain't on it. But they have never went through these particular curses or even the blessings of Deuteronomy 28 or anything in Leviticus 26. So we cannot, with a good conscience, say that these people are the true Jews. Talking about bloodline, we can't say that because they haven't went through the things set forth in the scriptures. Christ said, we speak that that we know and testify that that we've seen. You have no proof that the people over in Israel today are the indeed biological descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You have no proof. You're just saying that because you heard it on the news and you heard it on Christian television. You have no proof. But on the other hand, if you look at Deuteronomy 28 and just look across the street at your brothers and sisters, you will be amazed how much these people mirror every single prophecy set forth in Deuteronomy and uh, Deuteronomy 28. Remember, we are connected to a nation. So when it talks about your ox, shall be violently taken away, or your mule will be violently taken away, or your ass shall be, uh, ass is like a donkey, will be violently taken away. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't even own no animals. I don't own a farm, so that can't relate to me. It's not you per se. It is you are connected to a nation, and your nation did at one point own a farm, own an ox, own an ass, own a mule. And those mules and oxes and asses were taken violently. And I know ass and mule is the same thing. I just, I'm just talking here tonight. So what I'm saying to y'all is you look at these prophecies and you see Wow, we live out these more than the other people. But the, I want to get back to another point I was uh, um, wanting to make, and y'all have to bear with my mind on lots of different things at one time. Plus, I'm having to watch the phone line and see what y'all are up to as well as the chat room. But what I want to say is, remember, the reason Brother Seth brings this up so much and do these shows periodically about this topic is uh, they are important to me and I want to share with y'all why they're important. Just bear with me. I'm doing like two or three things here. Okay, the first reason this is important, that those of us that know this information continue to push it out there, put it out there, preach it, put the scriptures out there, 
is because without this revelation, it looks like the Most High is just picking on African Americans. It looks like the Most High is picking on South African uh, blacks down there that are going through the same type of fulfilling the same prophecies that we're fulfilling. And not only that, but the people in West Africa, certain tribes in West Africa and certain tribes in India, that at the bottom of their society, Israel is supposed to have it better than any other nation, better than any other nation if they are obedient. They are supposed to, the nations of the world is supposed to serve Israel. The blessings are so powerful and so abundant to no other nation will come close to Israel once she is in obedient as a nation. That don't mean every single person in the nation got to be obedient, but that entire nation has to be godly. It has to be following his laws and his precepts, most of them. And when Israel see this, this is when they will enjoy blessings. No nation, no nation will even come close to them. It would seem so unfair, so Partial, it would just seem like the most I favor them over all the other people. It just seems so unbalanced how blessed they would be. The Bible said they would give to all the nations and would never borrow. They'd be blessed and not curse. Everything they put their hands to as a nation will be blessed. There's two conversations, folks, the nation and you individually. I'm not necessarily talking about you individually. I may talk every once in a while about you individually, but I'm talking about you within a nation. This is nation talk tonight, at least this first table topic I'm bringing up. Again, whatever's on your mind, we can talk about. But Israel, the nation, is what I'm focusing in on right now. If they obey, they have to have it better than any other nation. But now if they disobey, all of these curses, these infamous curses, Prophecies set forth in Deuteronomy 28 and uh, uh, 20 in Leviticus 26 that we talk so much about comes into play. All right, so the, the reason I talk so much about this is because if we don't tell the truth of who Israel is, the people themselves, Israel themselves, will begin to self-hate themselves because they, on the other hand, if they disobey, they will have it harder than any other nation. They will have it worse than any other nation. They will be at the bottom. It is prophesied that if Israel is in disobedience, Deuteronomy 28, they will suffer more than any other people. All the nations of the earth is basically supposed to walk over on Israel, supposed to rule over Israel if they are disobedient. No other nation will have it as hard as the Israelites if they are disobedient. So it's very easy to distinguish an Israelite or a Jew. Do they have it better than any other nation? Do they have it worse than any other nation? Not so much in between. Do they have it worse than any other nation? Do they have it better than any other nation? And I have to say this for all of my believers or Christians or followers of the Most High, whatever, whatever you want to call yourself, those that are obeying his laws, obeying his precepts, are following, walking after him, you and your household don't have to don't have to see one curse, one curse, if you are pursuing the Most High. But we're talking about what your nation will go through. Remember Christ, the Messiah. He had a lot of power. Everybody know about his power. That is what makes him the most popular image ever to touch planet earth is because of 
his power. However, he was connected to a nation that was going through curses. Israel was in captivity when Christ came on the scene. And the only time that we have the record of him crying or weeping is when he looked over uh, when he was about to raise Lazarus from the dead and saw the, the fear, the powerlessness of his brothers and sisters, his countrymen, how they didn't have the faith that he had to raise Lazarus, and he wept. You're no different. Individually speaking, if you obey, if you're obedient, you will enjoy the blessings that the Most High promised all throughout the Scriptures. I cannot take that away from anybody. So don't think this this show tonight is about telling us we curse, 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 and every way we turn we curse, curse, curse. Only when we curse, curse, curse. I'm not saying that. That's that that is just counterproductive. And if anybody did that, they would be really uh, setting us backwards. We gotta hear hope. We gotta hear hope. We gotta hear some uh, the blessings. You know, the Most High has never just been about just cursing, cursing, cursing. So what Brother Seth is trying to say tonight? Is these are the reasons why we should share with our brothers and sisters. I'm not talking about just black folk, so-called black folk. I'm talking about the nations of the world need to know who Israel is. The nations of the world need to know who Israel is because there's prophecies that talk about. And I didn't want to necessarily turn this into the Bible, so this is open forum tonight. Uh, but I will have to turn to some of this. But the Bible does talks about how that. Uh, uh, nations of the world will come to Israel's aid. So we don't want to be somewhere talking about, you know, down with the white man, down with Hispanics, down with, because some of these people are Israelites themselves. I'm talking about bloodline, natural, biological. We don't know who's who. We can look at their their lineage and see if they were ex-slaves. That's how we know about the African Americans and stuff like that. But I'm telling you, a lot of these people, y'all think not like this Hispanics. Very tricky when you start getting to the Dominican Republic and down in Mexico. A lot of those people were brought there in slave ships and they're living out the worst. Most of them are black, it's true. The darker you are, no matter what you, where you're at, whoever's the darkest, as a rule, is going to be the most oppressed. So you can pretty much safely uh, 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 gamble on the fact that people are the darkest skin of any nation. They're most likely Israelites. That's the truth and the intelligent guess. But what I'm saying, regardless if they're Israelite or not, you should be loving everybody and sharing this information because they, here's one of the reasons why we should talk about this, they will disrespect us. They will think something is wrong with us without this information. They will think we're cursed. I mean, they will think we are not cursed, but they will think that too. But they'll think that we're less than we are, and this is what set the stage in the motion for white supremacy. When you see these Israelites in this country, in Africa, in, in America, in the USA, and these these black people are behaving strangely, unlike any other nation that come through to America. Now, somebody got a question. I see a question marked by somebody. I don't know if 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 uh. I think we got a question. Hold on a second. Uh, just one second. I think we got a question. Erico six, and please forgive me for not seeing this, but it looked like Blog Talk had changed the format, and now when you raise your hand, they got a little question mark. I see a little question mark beside the phone number, and I think this, they have a question. So Erico seven zero eight nine zero three. I want you to go ahead with your question or your comment. Uh, first of all, before you say anything, let it. 
before you say anything, let us know your name and where you're calling from. Are you not to use your real name? Just a name. Okay. Gabriela, when you have a guy from Chicago, in my comment, well, All right. first I had a question. Do you follow the Apocrypha uh, Book of Jasher and things like that? I do when I if I know it. I don't. I, it's so many of those uh, uh, books out there. It's kind of hard to follow all of them. But if I find information, yeah, I, I recognize them as being inspired of the Most High. That's what you're saying. Okay. Uh, well, one book, one passage out of the Book of Apocrypha, I wanted to prove that the uh, indigenous to the North America, South America, Central America came. Uh, I'm gonna use Second Ezra chapter thirty. I mean thirteen, verse thirty-nine. Hold, hold 30, on, 30. hold on. Make say that again. You want to prove what now? Help prove. You no, know, a lot of it's a lot of debate amongst Israelites or non-Israelites groups that's saying that Indians, Latin Americans, and such are Israelites or not, or the ten lost tribes. Well, and the apocrypha it speaks upon those ten lost tribes. And, they had, and where they went okay. to, and in okay, Second Ezra, chapter thirteen, verse thirty-nine, starting at thirty-nine, it says, "And whereas thou sawest that he gathered another peaceful multitude unto him." Verse forty: Those are the ten tribes which were carried away prisoners out of their own land in the time of Osiah the king, to Salamanzar. The king of Syria led away captain, and he carried them over the waters, and so they came into another land. 41. But they took counsel among themselves, and that they would lead the multitude of the heathen and go forth into a further country where never mankind dwelt. 42. That they might keep the statues which they never kept in their own land. 43. And they entered into the Euphrates by the narrow passage of the river. 44. For the Most High then showed signs for them. And hell still the flood till they were passed over. Forty five, for through that country there was a great way to go, namely a year and a half. And the same region is called Asherah. Asherah means new land. Or yeah, basically. Then they dwelt there until the latter time, and now when they shall begin to come. That's at verse forty six. And you can preach that there with uh second Kings chapter seventeen, starting seventeen. But for your question that's on the table, you said, what's the image that you get when you hear Hebrew Israelite? Well, right. as we're waking up, Satan is up in his programming. What I mean by that, uh, Proverbs chapter 16 is coming in effect. Basically, discord among brethren. Small, big or small things. Like the name of the Most High, the name of Christ, the days of worship on, which laws to keep, what group to deal with, deal with no group or not, you know, things like that. Because uh, the main group I deal with is the GLCC. I'm not saying nobody deal with them, but everywhere on Facebook and YouTube, if you type in them, half the videos that pop up that's not their name, it's against them. And what I learned, because I deal with them all the time, People take one point and go off on it. Say, for instance, uh, some don't believe uh, we should deal with uh, the other nations that's not Israelites. So they say Cornelius was the uh, 
was an Israelite. I mean, small things like that. So basically, it's like the wisdom of our brother. And the main thing that's the problem, we got to learn the first precept. Go back to the old principle we learned from the beginning, to love one another, to keep the, the commandments of the Father. Then we can work from there. Because we got to work, like the Bible says, a bishop or somebody that's trying to teach the word must be famous ruler of own house. They're trying to rule outside their house and overwhelm basically myself. Like me and you, I got to be more humble when I bring forth the information. But basically, if I'm bringing it forth with force, it's basically not going to be received no matter what it is. Let me ask not you all, Not to everybody, but it's a lot of people that, 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 that take how you present it. They're so used to men being effeminate that when somebody comes with some information, if they'll come in like, a, like all soft, a lot of people reject it. Not all, but a lot of people do. So, this, uh, me well, myself, I can take it. It's got to come out. So, that's how I look at it. I actually appreciate what you're saying. Once we get away from, um, are you there? I'm still here. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes we, we, we get so far away from truth till when we hear it, it sounds foreign. Like Oprah had a show on the other day. I don't normally watch Oprah, but uh, I had to look at this show she had on with um, Joel Osteen. And she asked him in the interview, what did he feel about homosexuality? And Joel Osteen, you know, it's because it's so popular. What it, Brother uh, Gabriel, you got a lot of noise on your line. I think it's just your line because every time you come on, it's a lot of noise. Here we go. It stopped. It stopped. But anyway, she asked him, what did you think of homosexuality? And he was like, well, well, well the church has been really hard on him. And, and, and uh, Oprah, I just feel like we should love the people. And I mean, he couldn't come out and really say it as strong as I know he wanted to say it because it is so many people that's changing. I mean, it's a hot topic now, and, and, and we're getting wicked. We, we're growing more wicked, more wicked, more wicked. And now, when you say what's true, it sounds so old-fashioned, so out of date, so, and, <laughs> and and so yeah. When somebody just be a man and stand up and speak their mind, they sound dogmatic, disrespectful. I know what you're saying, Brother Garvey, but this is what I want to ask you. Can you hear me okay? I hear you perfectly. Okay. I want to ask you this question. Do you ever often ask yourself, well, let me just, it's not so much a question, it's a comment. I think a lot of times, People come into this knowledge, and they are so excited that something so powerful has happened to them. I mean, I've been in church for a very long time, and I've been around some very strong Bible-thumping people. I mean, some people that really know a lot about the Scriptures. I've been around a lot of colleges, Bible colleges, not a lot of them, but at least a couple of them I've come in contact with that really produce some good fruit. However, I don't know why these people never come across this revelation of who the real uh, descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the biological bloodline Israelites are. I don't know why. 
It's almost like the Most High just didn't have it to be revealed. But now people are coming across it, and a lot of them are under 30 years old. I think probably there's more people that know it, but they don't have the blood, the, the backbone. Uh, the older than 30 group must not have the backbone to say they believe. Either they just, you know, uh, either they just don't believe. But I know, seeing like people 30 and under get this, and it's almost like the Most High has waited to this older generation die out or is dying off, or and then he's going and turning to these younger people. And young people can't help to be young because they're young. And they got this information with no mentoring, with no following some established church for 10, 20 years, with no uh, senior guidance in most cases, and they look very confused, very, um, I don't even know what the word I want to say. Their heart is right, though. If you listen to them long enough, you can hear their heart. But my comment to you was, I just feel like this movement sometimes is in the hands of children because they come off so harsh. They don't know how to talk to people. I know what you're talking about, you know, speaking your mind and, and just putting the truth out there. But, you know, like, for instance, here's a classic example. And I'm just sharing with Brother Gavia. Those of y'all just, just jumping into the chat room and phone line, this is Brother Gavia from Chicago. We're just talking about uh, this open forum, really. But right now on the table we're talking about the image of so-called Hebrewism or Israelites or the Hebrew Israelites or the black Jews, or this revelation that has just hit the whole planet where these people are springing up all over the planet that are saying we are Israel. And they are showing proof that they've been keeping the Shabbat and keeping the feast days way before there was an Israel in 1948. These people have long history of following um, that those traditions and and a lot of them do believe in the Messiah. However, a lot of them have adopted what the Israelis say and they don't believe in the Messiah, which is unfortunate. Brother Gavir, now I'm talking here just so everybody know. Brother Gavir, what I'm saying to you is, I think this movement has been on purpose put in the hands of young people, and we're going through what I call growing pains. You know, these young people are embarrassing. Uh, the movement, the, the revelation, the Hebrew movement by dogging our Christians. Like I was saying, uh, one in particular incident is there's a picture of Christ, what we call Jesus, the typical picture of Jesus, a white image, and he's giving you the finger. This image of Jesus is giving you the finger, you know, and I've seen others that say, if you say Jesus, one more, oh, they got a picture of Samuel Jackson. You know, he had this movie. It's in Pulp Fiction. So I, I don't remember. I remember seeing that movie a long time ago, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. But Samuel Jackson made this comment, if you say so-and-so one more time, and he's got this big old sawed-off shotgun, and he said, if you say it one more time, I'm going to blow your brains out. And so what they got is Samuel Jackson holding his gun, and he's saying, if you say Jesus one more time, you know, little stuff like that. These people, they just woke up to the fact that there was no J in the Hebrew. They recognize it, and they just they, they don't need a whole bunch of long history. Uh, they just see the light, and they just saying, 
Okay, the name wasn't Jesus, I ain't going to say Jesus. And they won't have nothing to say. I know one brother in particular, he won't even say the name. Because he said the Bible says that we're not supposed to even utter the name of a foreign god. And because the Europeans created this white image, which we know was alive, the image was for sure created. Well, where did J come from? Where did the J come from? These same people. So a lot of people feel like the whole white image was made up and then the J was made up. They created an image based upon the real Christ that was uh, African or uh, African descent or looked African, looked black, dreads, you know, nappy hair, the, the real Messiah, his image that put forth in the scriptures. They changed that to this white image, and then they changed his name, got rid of the Y, added the J, and they created this image so the Bible says don't even utter the name of a foreign god. So that's why some of these young Israelites say, I'm not going to even say that name, Jesus. A lot of Christians take that, and I want, I want to hear what you guys say about the God I'm wrapping up. But a lot of people take issues with that, and they won't even say the name of Jesus. And then a lot of Christians take issues with well saying, and they're, they think that is the ultimate disrespect, when in reality these people love the Messiah. They want to obey the Messiah. They seek to obey the Messiah. They just have problems with what the Europeans did. Do you follow me? I want to hear your take on that. Well, yeah, I mean, points I had scriptures. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna start off right there. Brother Gabriel, hold on, hold on a second. Did you did you hear what I said? First of all, uh, I was you sounded far from the phone. Okay, I'm trying to, uh, I just want to make sure you was responding to what I was talking about. I'm, well, you said that the young people are getting it more clearly than older folks, as uh, Psalms eight and two. But I'm going to use what Christ said in Matthew 21 and 16, and said unto him, Hearest thou what they say? And Yeshua said unto them, Yea, have you not read? Out of the mouth of babes and suckling thou hast perfected praise. And one of the reasons people ain't getting it is Second uh, Thessalonians 2, verse 10, with all deceiving and with righteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth. They say they love Christ, but they don't love him in spirit and truth, as uh, John 4 and 24 says, that they might be saved. And for this cause, the Most High shall send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie, that all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have uh, pleasure and unrighteousness. I'm going to precept that with First Timothy 4 and 1. And this says, now the spirit, Speak of especially that in the latter times which we are in now, some should depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines. Okay, of hold on, brother, brother Gabriel, brother Gabriel, brother Gabriel, brother Gabriel. You're yes, talking sir. about some people. You're talking about some people that I'm not talking about. You're okay. talking about okay. some people. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on, don't you hear me out? I'm not. Talking about people in the church that ain't really following the Most High, that get follow, end up following seducing spirits and doctrine devils and get deceived. I ain't talking about them. So please, for this conversation, I want you to be on the same page with me. I'm talking about folk 
that's been believing in Jesus all their life, that have gotten saved under the name of Jesus, that have gotten, I mean, showed enough healed under the name of Jesus. Maybe they was on drugs, they got scot-free, I mean, show enough free. Not no hocus-pocus. I'm not talking about no fake miracles and nothing like that. I'm talking about folks whose lives have been totally changed. You know them and I know them. I'm saying those people, when they hear people and they see these images of Christ giving them the finger and all this other stuff, it does something to them because that to them is their Lord and Savior. They can't hear you talk about these deeper things if you offend them so harshly, so quickly. Sometimes people don't want to hear what we got to say, ain't because of what we got to say, but how we produce or present initially what we have to say. If you go off in there like the people in New York, dogging out white people, calling them out, saying y'all fake Jews and all this stuff, who going to listen to you? Even people that not even a Jew ain't uh, 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 what we uh, what the world what some of the world call a Jew won't even listen to you. Nobody's gonna listen to somebody dogging out somebody. Nobody's gonna listen to people dressed up like they're back in the Bible days, which ain't no wrong with that. But embarrassing young white kids because they're Jewish, they think they're Jewish, and they walk up to challenge you, but they they. They, that's what they're supposed to do. They've been told they're the, the people of God. They're supposed to challenge you. But you're trying to embarrass them and talking loud and calling them names, and, and then the little kids, little young people start crying. And That is some stupid, I'm not going to say stupid, that's some immature, ignorant people doing that. That runs people away. And then you got people on Facebook, like I say with the, Picture of Christ, supposedly Christ, the white image, doing the finger, and all kind of other art that I won't even go into about this Christ, the white figure. If a Christian sees that, somebody who is drew or this image is drew up or painted in the image of their Messiah, even though they know that's not his picture, they know it represents it, and they think he was white, which is wrong, but they think he was white. You used to, I'm sure at some point, think he was white. Was you deceived and ignorant and blind? And, and, no, he was just not learned. I'm talking about the brother Gabriel before he got the truth. I'm talking about brother Seth before he got the truth. Would you wanted somebody to come with your Messiah giving you the finger? That's my question to you. Well, honestly, if I was unlearned, I would find that disrespectful. But the spirit that I was given, I always had a, you know, open mind or curious, curiosity, kill the cat type of idea. So basically, I would take that thought and, and research it. Not saying I was, I wish I was given it years ago, then I'd be way stronger than I am now. But my point is this: it's because you was taught a lie. Don't mean you have to live a lot. So the most high is not the author of confusion. So our enemies, which the Bible calls them, our enemies, because basically our enemies will not tell us, uh, our friends will not give us a false image of the Messiah. When you can read for yourself, why would we not allow us to read so we cannot find out who we were? So 
when they put Cesare Borgir up there as the image of Christ, which in First Maccabees 3 and 48 prophesied about, that many, when you learn who, that you think first you grow up, learning that you're nothing. Every image that's given of a black person on TV as boisterous, loud, a thief, something like that. Brother, and brother, brother Gabriel, brother Gabriel. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brother Gabriel, I want, I'm, I want to keep you on the line until somebody else on the phone line have a question, then we'll be respectful and bring them on. Somebody in the chat room have a question, we'll be respectful and answer their question. Y'all, y'all can chat in, in the chat room as much as you want, but if you have a question, just be sure and put question marks beside it. And there you go with that noise again in the background, man. What no, What is that? You got to speak up too loud or something? I don't know what it is. I think you have something turned on. It went away then. Whatever you just did, it went away. But listen, I'm not talking about people that are knuckleheads. You keep getting back on that. I'm talking about regular, everyday folk that's just coming into the knowledge. When you was ignorant or when you didn't know, when you was unlearned, let's talk about you. Did you learn something just because somebody said this is truth? And that, and then, I mean, did you agree with it right away? Or do you probably said, like most of us say, well, no, I disagree. I think you're off. I think you're full of hatred. I think you hate the white man. That's what you first hear when you start talking about folks saying anything good about black folks. We've been programmed. We've been programmed to do that. So I'm sure you were no different than me and any other person listening on the sound of my voice when you start hearing all this black pride and and, and the black being original Israelites and how the first planet, I mean, how this planet was initially, people looked like dirt or dust because the Most High made God from the dust of the earth. And when we all die, we turn back to dust. When you hear all that black, so-called black talk, when you first heard it, it sounded like hatred because we were so programmed to hate ourselves. Now, if it been, I'd say something about somebody white, you would never, never even thought that. If I was talking about how much the white man is or the white man, you never would have thought something crazy. But as soon as you say something black, it's kind of like they say, oh, we don't matter what color Christ was, but when you get ready to hang a black image up, well, I thought you said it don't matter what color he is. If he don't matter, we'll put this black one up there since the white one been up there for 10,000 years. You know, what I'm saying is when you first learn this stuff, you first learn these truths, or first heard it, rather. You fought it. Most people do. Was you not want to hear and All I'm saying is I think we should have more love towards people that don't know, that worship on Sunday, that don't keep the Sabbath, that don't know his name, that say Jesus. Because you know what? In the end, the, the reality of it all, some of these people live ten times better lives than some of us that know who the real bloodline Israelite is. They live so much better. They're healthier. They have better. They have more faith. They have more fruits of the Spirit in their life. The Most High can use them. He can get a word out. He can speak through them more clearly and freely. 
And just because we know his proper name or we know that the, the initial nation was dark-skinned people and they are dark-skinned people today, I mean, yes, it's important. Now, don't, give me, don't get me wrong. I can hear somebody saying, that's right, Brother Seth. That's, but now, don't get me wrong. What Brother Gabriel is saying and what I'm saying, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It is true that you know who the real Israelites are because, like I say, the most High look like he's picking on African-Americans. Even the Bible seems like it's contradicting itself, you know, when it talks about Israel being uh, at the bottom if they're disobedient, yet you look over in Israel and you see the Israelis, they're definitely disobedient. They are definitely disobedient as a nation, and yet they run Hollywood. They run the banks. They run the lobbyists on Capitol Hill. They run the porn industry. They run, they're behind anything, anywhere money is, you can find the so-called Israeli or so-called Jew. But the Bible says if you're disobedient, you're going to be at the bottom. You're going to be enslaved. You're going to, you're, you won't enjoy your sons. They'll be taken to captivity. You're, you know, uh, <laughs> I mean, Leviticus 26, and let's see, it don't matter which scripture. The whole chapter, verse 44 says, and yet for all that, when they be led into the land of their enemies, I will... Okay, hold on, let's talk about that there. I picked the wrong word. That's when they're actually going to be delivered. But in Leviticus 26, it talks about Israel and the characteristics, different things, prophecies that they will go through, as well as Deuteronomy 28. And all I'm saying is, folks, all I'm saying is this. We just got to show more love. It's all there is to it. We just got to show more love. Brother Gabriel, I know I've been talking for a while, but I want your take on that because you are around these people a lot and talking to Israelites, and you see these young people, and most of them are young people, a lot of older people. Now, don't get me wrong, folks. A lot of older people believe this too. As a matter of fact, uh, a lot of our elders that established the Church of God in Christ, that established the Baptists, that established a lot of these black, so-called black institutions, believe this early on. It's just that the old people forgot it. We just got off into prosperity and faith and this and that and other stuff. We just forgot all about teaching who we are as a people and why we were brought to America and why we, what we would go through if we were disobedient. So young people, the most high done dropped this mantle on these young people now. Now they're talking about it seems like some foreign, but this is some old, 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 ancient, old teaching. Israel been around since the Bible, and they just didn't pass down these teachings, that's one of the reasons we're in this situation, because they didn't pass down who they were, the people, what they were supposed to go through, all these things that Moses said. Brother Godfrey, go ahead and let me let you get the last words, man, and I want to move on to some other things from my heart and mind, unless you got some other questions you've got to want to put out there on the table. I'm, I'm lost track of thought, man. You, you were... Ask the question and then I can answer. So basically, I was going through scriptures. Okay. Well, I know. No, 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 no. I, I got. No, no, no. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got. I got a question for you. I want you to comment. I thought you was gonna. But more specifically, I do have a question for you. Do you think what I just said was too harsh? I know. I, I have a tendency. But you do need a pen and paper. You need a good memory. Is what you need. <laughs> I got one, well, but I remember it out of order, so okay, that's the problem. Cause I well, let's, remember do one, one, let's, let's, 
Let's do it one at a time, one at a time. Do you think, do you think there's just not enough love mixed in with this message? I know what you were saying about being strong and hard, and now people just not used to you know, I understand what you were saying earlier about people not used to men uh, sharing with conviction. I understand all that. You know, that's true. But I'm talking about folk like you and I once were. We loved the most high. We was trying to live right. And we just didn't see it when we first heard it. We first heard that African Americans is one of the lost tribe of Israel. That sounded cuckoo. It sounded cuckoo. When we first heard that the vast majority of the Israelites today are people of color, very, 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 very dark-skinned people, that sounded cuckoo. When we first heard that the people over in Israel do not live out very little, if any, I don't think they live by any of the prophecies as a nation. The Holocaust was the biggest thing that that they claimed that's what made them really Israel Jews, supposedly, is the fact they went to the Holocaust. But even the Holocaust is as big and as ingrained as it was, and it's something that big should have been in the Scriptures. It's not. It's not in the Bible. Period. Please, folks, if you can find it, let me know. I've been looking for it for 20 years. So I'm just saying to you, do you think there's not enough love sprinkled with the message, especially to those that are not even so-called black. Yes or no? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think there is enough love by these people out here sharing this message? The bulk of what you see when you see so-called Hebrew Israelites sharing on YouTube or Facebook, do you think there is enough love in the message? Simple answer: No. Complete answer. Those with lack of understanding cannot give a, uh, the message properly. So basically, they're using goggles of hate. I mean, you're supposed to hate evil or those that do evil or whatever, but you must bring forth your message. So basically, try the spirit. You can't just judge him because, okay, he's white. He may be an uh, Israelite by father, dude, who never knows. So you bring forth the message, and guess what? We still gotta teach the, the, the heathen. That's what that's what we can't just teach ourselves. When we get to the kingdom, that's who who gonna be the teachers us. So basically, it's practice. Get used to uh, teaching. So again, when you teach, you gotta have love. You don't have love when you teach. You cannot teach because don't most people don't get it instantly. I'm gonna say myself when I first heard anything about blacks being some Israelite or something like that. It's like my spirit. Gravitated like a North Pole to a South Pole on a map, so uh, I instantly went into it. But the thing was, when I first got exposed to it, to when I got into the like embrace, I mean, when I found like a, a base for it, it was like ten years span. I found that first like in '01, around when um when the um Twin Towers went down. I found out while we was Israelites then. But I ain't found out for real until, like, 2010, like, all the information that I'm getting at. So I got three years, a little over three years of compiling of real information. When I first got it, it was just bits, but it, I, I flock to it like birds do, like bees do the uh, doo-doo. I mean, flies doo-doo. So, yeah, me, myself, it, it I didn't think, take I hope you can come up with a better word than that. 
Well, we, we, I say I hope you. Can, I got you. I got you. you mean, dumb. I got you. But go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your point, man. Me myself, when I heard them scriptures, it wasn't. I ain't here doing twenty eight in like oh one, oh two. Basically, the scriptures they were using it just gravitated, and just led me to where I am at now. Because basically, honestly, I probably would have been like you if I found out when I found uh, in twenty ten the information I found out. I probably would have. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Man, I, honestly, I st- how they presented it, it made so much sense. Like, like, like. Well, look, let, let, me, let me just tell you this. The world, well, when, when I don't want. It, it's like I was living in darkness and, and all the lights in the house came on. That's what happened to me. Well, let me just say this. And, and, and even if you did see that that clear, there was other truths to be seen. The whole revelation about the letter J. The whole revelation about how we worship, you know, the feast days, uh, how we look at other nations. There's a whole lot to this so-called Hebrewism. And folks, tonight is not supposed to necessarily be a show just on this. So I want y'all to know that. So that's why I'm not presenting a whole lot of uh, scriptures and stuff. We're supposed to be open forum, talking about lots of different things. So I don't want to get too deep into any one thing. But I've been talking about it for two years at all. So if you want to hear me devote a whole show to this and now we go more to the scriptures, et cetera, et cetera, y'all need to listen to some of those shows. And by the way, visit the website, www.fivesmoothstongs.webs.com, and you will see us going to a lot deeper tonight. Again, it's open forum, just bouncing around different topics off my brother from Chicago here. Now, Brother Gabriel, the only thing I'm going to say is this. Well, one of the things I want to say is this. I don't think there's enough love, and I don't think every single revelation you got that quick. I think some things you first heard, you fought. Some things you first heard, you fought, and you fought it, you fought it, then you came around. Or maybe you didn't say it right with you because sometimes your spirit might feel it, but your head don't feel it. It's hard to sometimes get your spirit and your mind on the same wavelength every single time somebody presents something new to you. So I don't think that you got everything that, that that clear and, and, and you know so I'm saying to those people out there that don't get it the first time you know and they fight back these images that these Israelites is putting out there of a white image of Christ and the bad things they're saying about the white image and like you name you said the name earlier I forget the name Sabor see Sabor that's it what was the the image that we mostly see I know the one image. <laughs> Somebody's cousin and he was a homosexual and all that. People don't want to hear that they Messiah was a homosexual. It's just not wise to do that. So even if that image was, that person was a homosexual, even if the image that we see out there really was someone that painted for their lover or of their lover, because they said this is a homosexual person that we see this image, and it probably is true. This image that we see supposedly that is Jesus that's all over these churches is literally a picture uh, painted uh, by a homosexual of his lover. Okay, that could be 100% bona fide truth. But I don't know if it would be wise to say that to somebody that think that's their Messiah. I just think that, let me say that another way. I think when you present that information, I think it's okay to present that because they need to know the truth for sure. But you want to be very careful that you're not 
hinting or implying or saying any kind of slip of the tongue that Christ was a homosexual. And I think that's what these people are feeling. If you say, listen, I'm not trying to say that Christ was a homosexual. Let me say this to you, my brother. And this is me presenting this whole, what's, what was the name again? Uh, Cesar uh, Sabor. Cesar Borgia. The sixth son, the yeah. second son of Pope Alexander the sixth of Rome. Okay, so if I'm presenting this this truth, I would say, now listen, I'm not saying that the Messiah was a homosexual. That's foolishness. I'm not saying that the Messiah was anything less than who he was. But the way they're depicting the Messiah, this image is an image of a homosexual, and I would I would. Lay it out like that and make sure you really coat that thing with, with, with love and, and clarity because you're dealing with people's foundation. This is who they are. This is all they are. This will be like me saying, Brother Gabriel, your grandmother, the person she used to hang out with was a lesbian, and she was no good. And this woman been all over the place and blah, 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 blah. Now, I'm talking about your grandmother's friend. You might get offended even though I ain't talking about your grandmama because your grandmother was so close to this person. So you got to be careful how you present stuff. And these young folks, to me, don't have an ounce of that, an ounce of it. And I think the enemy is using their immaturity because a lot of them heart is, is grand as some of the older people, they really do want to obey the Most High, and they really are trying to line up with his precept, concept, and laws. Amen, for sure. But the way they share this stuff is very concerning. So I want to ask you that on the on the, on the show here, because you're from Chicago, and y'all have the largest assembly of Hebrew Israelites in the country, from what I understand. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I hear that. And uh, anyway, the brother that's uh, Michelle Obama's cousin, uh, what's his name? I forget the name. I'm just tonight, I'm, my brain is just, um, can't think of his name. Can you help me, brother? What is his name? The guy there in Chicago with the largest fellowship honestly i don't know i i don't i don't even keep up with that stuff like that so yeah well i find it that's one thing i'll I'll look up on those people i don't want to see it but see that that's what i'm saying you you just proved my point you just proved my point you just uh benny uh uh, finney uh is uh for I, I'm thinking, oh, it's coming, it's coming. I'm, I'm waking up a little bit. Filoni, uh, Rabbi Filoni. But this guy is supposed to be, he's not supposed to be, he is Michelle Obama's first cousin, for real. He was in their wedding. But, like, it don't matter what you think of them because somebody in that service is real. That's what I mean. That's what I'm tired of. That's one of the reasons I hadn't been doing these shows because I'm so tired of Israelites. And it's just like raising this nation. It's like raising babies, and I probably shouldn't be tired. Who am I? 
like I got it together. But I get tired of these young people and a few older people just arguing over dumb stuff. Like, if you don't like the way they teach, it don't mean maybe the maybe something is wrong with the leader. Maybe you got got him right. Maybe they're teaching some things that you don't agree with. Maybe they don't observe the Shabbat right. Or maybe they don't wear the right colors. Or maybe they, why would anybody say, I don't like them? I don't care for them. You know that in everybody in that building? And if it is, that is the first time I've ever seen that where everybody in the whole building is wrong. Normally somebody there really hard is right. And because of those few people, I'm not going to speak against the whole church. If somebody asks me privately, I might say a little something, you know, be concerned about this leader, watch him, you know. I think he's trying to, he may be a wolf in sheep clothes. I may say something like that. But I ain't going to be on no air blast and the where ain't nobody going to listen to ever. Because what you going to do when that brother do preach a good message? It's like Creflo Dollar. I for a long time, spoke out against him. And I still don't like some things he say. But Creflo Dollar has had some very good messages on marriage, very good messages on we need to get these kids out of poverty. Ain't nothing wrong with somebody trying to lift a nation out of poverty. My goodness. Now, I have issues with him because I don't think we're all supposed to be wealthy. If I go around like some people do and blast and Creflo saying he's a false prophet, and all that, the man ain't no false prophet. He might not have his doctrine right, but that don't make you a false prophet because your doctrine wrong. That makes you ignorant. That makes you a baby. That makes you immature. Maybe you shouldn't be pastoring. Maybe you shouldn't be leading. That makes you, you know, but that don't mean you were the devil. And I find this among so-called black people the most. We're so quick to just shoot each other down and and, and not support and and, and they're not believing in each other. And white folks come along, they have the same amount of drama in their churches, same amount of drama in their organizations, same amount of self-hate, crawfish mentality, killing each other to get position, into materialism, greed, pride, all of that. And we will join their organization and not say hardly nothing about the leadership. They can have a scandal and black folks, they're going to stay in it. I am so tired of that, I can hardly see straight. That's one of the reasons I haven't been doing these shows. I'm tired of the bickering of other, other, well, he ain't saying he's right. The, you know, I know this one brother, I'm not going to call his name, because you might know him, but he was saying he can't one don't want to fellowship with some other brother because they had the, the person that had this picture of this Christ doing the finger on their site. And because a brother fellowship with another brother that had it on his site. This brother didn't want to fellowship with that brother, which is dumb. You can't get no dumber than that. That right there is showing up ignorance. And that's what I'm saying, man. It's the craziest thing. <sighs> anyway, man. Brother Gabriel, you can have last words, and I'm going to move on. And then i got a few more things I want to shoot at. If you want to comment later on, press one again. I can bring you back on. You know, my, on this show, you can comment as many times as you like, provided nobody else is ahead of you and nobody else on the phone lines right now have questions or not. I don't see any questions in the chat room. So 
Uh, if you want to come back on later, just press one. But you have any last words before I move on to some other topics? Well, all I got to say is I agree that when we relay messages, we should show more humbleness or love to the, to, to the brethren. But if, you know, because half the time people mis- twist up your words and they say you doing something that you're not. Not saying all of them. I'm going to tell you, some of them that do, they got certain symbols and certain whatever that do that, what you're talking about. But the group I deal with, if you ever look them up, you'll see why people hate them. All the other groups hate them. But it is what it is. But uh, another thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know why, man, but you, you, you and I have to be honest. I, I, I'm, I'm just going to be a straight shooter tonight. You know, that was something you just said a, a second ago, and I don't mean to be picking it with semantics. I'm, I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you get a fair shot. Uh, but just like you just said, you said all the other groups hate them. All the other groups don't hate them. All the other groups don't even know them. It's only a few groups out there, little old groups that hate them, and I always got something to say. Hold on. It's got some. Hold on, hold on. It's got something to say about y'all's group. They hate them. It may be a few, but even the groups that are saying something about y'all's group, I guarantee you the whole group that's saying something about y'all, somebody in that group agree with y'all. So what happens is you got the people on the East Coast, you know, the Chicago, what, where is this organization? What's the name of the organization you, you listen to again? Well, I'm a part of GOCC Chicago, but we we next. Okay, hold on, 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 we're international, but the main branches like New York, Egypt, UK, California, we all over, man. But we got a branch of Chicago, okay. too. I'm part of that. I'm like, you know, one of the, you know. Okay. Gathering of Christ Church. All right. Now, what I'm saying is, I, Brother Gabriel, you... You have too much word in you. You have too many scriptures in you. You have too much insight into some real stuff. I've heard you. And sometimes I know people be wondering, why would Brother don't talk more about that? You talk a lot of bit about how Brother Seth, you ain't preaching, you know, you you, you ain't, what, what, you, you do more, how can I word it? You almost like to, if, if I didn't know you, I would say you like to argue more than you like to present things that people can get. It's almost like you rather bring up something that's controversial than some people can get clearly. Like if you can just say something, everybody get it, everybody got it, everybody run with it, you don't want that. You want to first attack the person that said it wrong, and you want to show them how they're wrong, and you want to show them how they don't know what they're talking about, and then when they shut up, then you start talking, and you tell them the truth way. You like that. Versus just sharing what you got, taking all that time to put in more new stuff and get more out there. And I'm just being honest. We honest. I'm being honest. That's 
my concern. It's too much tearing down. Too many, well, let me talk about these groups out here that's faking and shaking. Why would you want to spend your time talking about the groups that's faking and shaking? Why do churches do that? It ain't just the Hebrews. It ain't just the Israelites. It's the churches that do that. Why do Baptists want to sit around and spend their time talking about the charismatics? Or the, or, I mean, just what do you got in your hand? Use your rod. Open up the Red Sea, what you got? Why are you concerned about somebody else to try to open the Red Sea, but they ride didn't work because they fake, they phony, they ain't right. And the Most High or Allah or whatever, whatever name, proper name you want to say, don't get rid of them. I hate that. I hate that. And I'm beginning to wonder that it's that spirit, not you per se, or not these other people per se, but that spirit that sometimes works in them it's what's going to destroy this whole movement. We're going to look up. We're all going to be 70, 80 years old, dying off, and the vast majority of our people still going to be running here thinking that the Most High is picking on them, the reason why they're going through what they're going through. And they're not going to know that they're Israelite and they're fulfilling prophecy and there's a beautiful ending to this, and they're not going to know none of that because we're sitting around, sitting up attacking each other, saying, y'all don't keep the Shabbat or you know, y'all hating on GGOC or whatever. You know, it's crazy, man. We got to get smarter than this. You understand what I'm saying? You feel me at all? I have no problem with you attacking. Honestly, I was just stating that my group is highly attacked. If you look at all the other so-called camps or whatever they want to call themselves, most of them are, they say, GOCC this, GOCC this, GOCC that. And guess what? My The main elders, they don't speak on them. They never they say another name. Guess what? Neither, when they speak our neither, name, I'm going to get bigger. I'm here. N- neither should you. Neither I don't. should you. Did you hear me? No, 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 no. You really? No, <laughs> you do. You do, honestly. And there ain't no other group names. All, 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 all jokes aside, you do. You you speak on the fact that somebody, all that time you spent, you didn't spend that much time, but if you all the time, the little time you spent tonight talking about how these other folks attack you, you could have been saying what GOCC is doing. I wouldn't have cared. You know, right now, brother said, GOCC, man, I'm just so grateful how these brothers, they got it together. We're doing this, we're doing that. And, you know, we're launching out here, we're launching out there. Everybody listening to you, my last show I had about, so far, it's about 2,000 listeners. The show before that, I had, I've had, i had about 9,000 listeners, 8,800, something like that. So I don't know what this show going to do. I don't know. I really didn't advertise it like I normally do. I, you know, I don't know. But I'm saying, why spend your time talking about somebody that's hating? Why? What does the people listening get out of that? You think they're going to really now go try to find GOCC because you said somebody hating? Let me tell you what it sounds like to somebody never heard none of this stuff. Remember, we're talking about the Messiah. We're saying that there was no J in the Hebrew. They are really a little bit upset because we're saying that. Even though we, I mean, and we didn't even get into too much of the teaching of that. We just said it. That rubbed them the wrong way. 
But they hear me talking about love. Maybe that's kind of keep them all right. Then we start talking about we are the real Jews. Now, remember, the Bible says, Those that bless you, I will bless. Those that curse you, I will curse. In their teaching, in their churches, they're taught there's a lot of people out here hating the real Jews. I mean, hating the Jews over in Israel. So they think we're those people. They think we are who the Bible is talking about when it's saying, you know, about people that's mistreating the Jews. We're actually saying we're Jews. In a sense, we are picking on those people. So they feel like the people over in Israel is God's chosen. You got these two knuckleheads on the line talking about they're the, the black folks are the real Jews. And you know how crazy that sounds that black folks are the real Jews, number one. That sounds real, 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 real crazy. Some people look at me and laugh until I start throwing the science down and letting them see how it makes no other sense. So automatically we start out in the negative with these people that's listening and tuning into the show today for the first time. But then you come on and start talking about GOCC and how people hating and this and that. You want to talk about just that. You just mentioned a lot of things, and some of the things were very good. But I'm just saying, Brother Gabriel, we don't have time. We don't have one minute of the day to spend on folk that's hating on GOCC. GOCC got to preach what's true and just keep on preaching and keep on preaching. Of course folk ain't going to like what they're teaching. And some of the people that's hating on y'all, guess what? is the real deal. They are really true followers. They're just ignorant. They don't see the truth yet. Just like some Christians going to listen to us tonight and going to say, you and I both are cuckoo. And then 20 years down the line, they're going to say, wow, they was right. African Americans are one of the lost tribes. Oh, my goodness. I could have been teaching my grandkids this. I couldn't have been explaining to them why we go through what we go through and how the Most High said he's going to remember his covenant made with Abraham and he's going to restore a remnant of this nation despite their sin and their foolishness and their craziness. Oh, my grandkids could have learned that. So all I'm saying, Brother Gabriel, you are a seasoned learner. You are elder, I'm sure, in some circles. We got to be wiser than that, man. We don't have time. I'm telling you, that's why I haven't been doing these shows. That goes to show you how much it has influenced me. I have stopped doing shows. I'm tired of all the negativity. I know this is some, a movement that the most I have ordained. But I see a bunch of people constantly speaking this kind of stuff, and I get tired. It's like all they even listening, you know? It's very, not to mention my father passed and some other stuff with family and this and that and just a bunch of stuff. A bunch of things caused Brother Seth to slow down. And don't take, it takes a lot to, to, to get me to slow down. So all I'm saying is we don't have time. Brother Gabriel, you have a weapon in your hand, and that's true. Even though I don't agree with you all the time, I ain't stupid. I ain't going to say Brother Gabriel is a fake prophet. I'm going to say the brother might, you know, he might have some issues, but he's worth listening to. That's why when you come on the show, as much as I disagree with you, and I probably disagree with you on some things tonight, that's why I don't present you like you some false prophet. I can be right now saying this, man, put you on hold. And then as soon as I put you on hold, be saying, Brother Gabriel, he's got, he got a bad spirit. And I don't like that brother calling my show. And blah, blah, I can do the same thing. I, I can't afford that. I need you. It's stupid. Why would I do that? What if you stop talking all together? What if you quit sharing all these scriptures you always share? One thing about you, when you come on the line 
And sometimes you, you convict me because I share and I know I know where these scriptures are found. Everything I say I can show scriptures for it. But sometimes I get lazy because I'm trying to do the show, I'm trying to do this, and I don't, I don't always have it. But you always got your scriptures together. And you even quote scriptures from the Apocrypha. I mean, you you always got your scriptures together. Even if you're wrong in your presentation of what you're trying to say, you got scripture for it. Now I have to give you points on that. Okay, if I say something crazy to you, like, man, you just fake it, you just hating on you hating on me. Every time you call this show, if I, if I do that, and you say I just give up, I lost a soldier, a general. This nation can't afford that, man. The bones are trying to come together. Why am I going to be somewhere breaking up the, the, the development, the formation of Israel that the Most High have ordained a remnant of it to exist? He, have called, he said that he will remember his covenant with Abraham and he will restore this nation and that a remnant will be saved. That's providing they, they do like that spiritual Jew and come to him in spirit and in truth. So why would I be somewhere that breaking up another Israelite? I don't care what camp say something stupid. I don't care what people say on my Facebook. If they're Israelite, I'm not about to cast them out. Now, if they come at me some stupid and saying something terribly wrong, like, you know, God is not real or something, then, yeah, I'm going to say something. But, I mean, if they just got a doctrine wrong or they disagree with me vehemently because I got... What they think is wrong, okay, that's my brother and sister. We just disagree. Anyway, brother, I got to move on. I don't know why you hold that phone so long before you talk, but I got to move on. <laughs> I was listening to you, brother. You was you was doing your uh, monologue. So, uh, well, listen. That's all I got to share right now. I might share something later, but I got one thing. There's a rapper named Chingy. He has found the most high in the truth. It's a song called King Judah. You can find it on YouTube. But, uh, well, I'm going to say it like this. I really I appreciate when people hate on me when I'm bringing forth the truth. And those that I, I gravitate to, I appreciate when they hate on them. Because the Bible say in uh, Matthew 24, uh, um, no, Matthew 10 and 22, you should be hated for my name's sake. But those that endure to the end shall be saved. So basically, if you're doing righteous, or you bring forth new knowledge, like uh, one of the newest things they brought forward was the, uh, the calendar. Like from, from the from scriptures in Enoch and Jubilees, the calendar should be 364 days. The year should always start on a Sunday. And the Passover should always fall on a Saturday or Friday sundowns. But this year for us, I ain't going to say how y'all follow it because I know how y'all, y'all see it happen the first year. Well, excuse me. A lot of Israelites that followed the moon said the year started on March 11th. We said it started sundown March 16th. From from because uh, basically we start the year starts when it's equal day is equal night the next that's the last day of the year the next day is the first day and that was the seventeenth or the seventeenth for the March the Sunday so but brother Gabriel hold on let me, let, let, let me let, name of the father let, let, hold on go ahead 
But just like that right there, and I know you think I'm picking on you, but I done, I done gave you high praise a second ago. So obviously I'm not saying this brother ain't real, but, but, but y'all got to know that. But what I'm saying is, listen, just like what you just did, what made you go off into that? I was responding because you was going. See, you said I need. To, I got a good memory. So one of the first points she was making was about the hate or people hating on or this and that. I said that don't bother me. That actually manifests that I'm doing righteous or following a righteous way. The more if everybody's attacking them and whatever they bring forth is doctrinally sound, because I'm not stupid. Because you know I, I got a little spiritual discernment. It's getting greater, but. What they bring forth is like, like I said, when I found out I was an Israelite, it, my spirit gravitates to it. Now, there was a few things they bring forth. I said, nah, there's nah, a couple things he said I can't follow because, you know. But long story short, 90, oh, a high 90 percentile of this stuff they bring forth is accurate. People just attack you like, oh, because who bring it out? They attack to bring it, the message is not the message. That's what, that's that's when I know it's right. But I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm wondering that you get what I was just saying, though. Like, what makes you when you come on? What, I'm trying, folks. We're talking about tonight. Those of y'all, because some of y'all just tune in. Uh, those of you in the chat room and the phone lines. What we're talking about is the spirit behind the Hebrewism uh, movement. Yes, it's an open forum, but we've been kind of leaning on this topic for a while now. Again, the spirit behind the Hebrewism, or the Black Israelites, or the Hebrew Israelites, or the Black Jews whatever you want to call these people that's popping up all over the country and really, folks, the world. This is so big, and I'm telling you, I travel, and I'm shocked to see the amount of people that's, that really is saying this and, and really always been saying it. This ain't just an American thing. Again, Prophet Crowder in, 19, in 18, I think, 49, 1850s, uh, early 50s, was saying, Prophet Crowder, I think from Missouri, you can Google this guy, I believe. And uh, he was, I know he's on the net and all over the net. I just don't know where, but just Google it. But he was saying long time ago about how that we were, we meaning so-called African-Americans, those slaves that got here on those slave uh, ships, he was saying that these people was fulfilling prophecy. They was literally fulfilling prophecy by being enslaved here in America. That's what this guy was saying. And so uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, this is just so much. But anyway, this is a very old movement, Brother Gabriel. And all I'm saying to you, I was, I'm not going to even go where I was going to go, is this. We got to pick common ground. If you and a brother constantly disagree with the uh, when the new moon is or when the, we celebrate the, uh, the uh, new year, pick something else. It's not always important. you got to understand, now we worship the Father in spirit and in truth. It's about the spiritual Jew. Even though you are a biological seed of Abraham, and that's great that we understand that and we know that. That's great. It really is great. I'm not just saying it. It's great. But there's something far more powerful than the physical knowledge of us being Israel. That's why I tell folks, don't trivialize this movement into, 
Y'all just trying to prove Jesus was black. It is so much far, far, far beyond that. We're trying to get people into a, 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 a tempt them in a great way, if I can use the word tempt, them into having a relationship with the Most High, looking at this love story, how that he he brought up a people and brought them out of Egypt, the people didn't appreciate his love and didn't appreciate the land that he gave them and didn't appreciate all the blessings and the greatness, how he made them great, and they turned their backs on him, ceased to keep his commandments, uh, observe his Shabbat, and something happened to those people. They were put back in ships, sold as slaves, brought to the Americas. They are African Americans. They are the members of South Africa. They are the untouchables of India. They are scattered throughout the four corners and begin to talk about how that even though they're in captivity, they are introducing the world to this Yahweh or Yeshua or Yahweh, whatever you call the Most High. I'm not talking about the Son, folks. I'm not talking about Yeshua or Yahshua. I'm talking about the Father, how he and his infinite wisdom is teaching the world about who he is through the captivity of his people. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, You got like two minutes. To call in at seven six zero two eight three zero eight three eight. If you want to continue after the the internet feed cuts off, that's all I wanted to do it because I feel you're gonna forget. <laughs> oh, you you the man, you the man. I appreciate that. Yeah, he is absolutely right. So yeah. this brother Sharp, he is he is absolutely right. And uh, let's do this, brother uh, uh, brother Gabby. I'm gonna play this group. Uh, this this guy you said, uh, Chinga Chingy. Uh, King Judah, we're going to take, to take a little short break. But, yes, those of y'all on the phone lines, please call quickly. I mean, on the in the Internet, uh, on the uh, in the chat room, chat room. Please call 760, like Brother Gabriel said, 760-283-0838, and you got to dial fast. We're talking about 760-283-0838. I'm going to post this number in the chat room. I've got 90 seconds. It is 7. I'm typing 760 0838, or else you will be disconnected. You will be disconnected if you're not already on the phone lines, okay? Brother Guy, better take a quick break. I'm going to play this group that you talked about. You didn't think I'd get that song that quick, but I got it, and we'll be right back with you, okay? Just one second, okay, my brother? One second. Okay, this is Chingy. Brother Gabriel said, hey, they got something to say. So let's hear Chingy, C-H-I-N-G-Y. This is King Judah. This is going to be my first time hearing it as well. Praises to the most high. Sitting on the throne, singing the king, what I go by. Jumped off the slave ship to a spaceship, boy, I'm so fly. Cut your triangle out with my short mind, that's no eye. You in the kitchen, cooking up, trying to bake a pie. I'm reading about my past deception, trying to cremate a lie. Guess I should talk about bottles, girls, the hood, and guns. I've gotten sick of that, you son of sin, I'm God's son. So what's your number one? 
Chenji. That was King Judah by Chenji. Well, Brother Gavi, I must say that they uh, had some interesting things to say. You're back on the line. And, again, those of you on the phone lines, anybody else on the phone lines that have any comment, question, uh, brother, I enjoyed the show, we like to hear a little stuff like that, you know. I know some of y'all don't want to talk, you want them to be incognito, but just saying, I enjoyed the show. I don't have to ask you no questions. Just thank you very much, or you tripping, your show tripping. Good or bad, we'd like to hear. Brother Gabriel, you're back on the line. Uh, I really appreciate you kind of hanging on the line with me like this. I, I didn't necessarily have his brother on as a guest. He just happened to be saying some things, and he said one thing, and I said another. He ended up being on, on uh, a little longer than most people. But anyway, Brother Gabriel, yeah, that was pretty cool. I didn't like the uh, the few curse words, you know that. But I think sometimes, I hate to say this, I think these young people, I hate to say this, but some people think if you ain't cursing every once in a while, they don't want to hear it, which is the craziest thing. It's that rebel spirit. They know something ain't right with the powers that be, and they rebel. Some people need to understand that. A lot of these young people, the reason why they rebel the way they do, they know something wrong with the system, and they don't know how to fight, so they just they create their own walk. They create their own clothes. They create their own uh, just everything. They want to get as far as they can from the establishment because really they tired of it. They disagree with it. And you know what? We do too. We disagree with the establishment, but we don't make the kind of statements that young people make because we're docile and we conform and everything. So the young people, I kind of have a little, I have some respect for what they are trying to do. So I think that song, having said all that, I think that song was just typical fashion of young people coming to the light. And don't really care what other people think about their music, but I got the gist of what they were saying. You know what I mean, brother Gabriel? Are you on a delayed line or not? I say something you take forever. Maybe I don't have your phone your line open up. Hold on a second here. I was on mute. Brother Gabriel, are you there? Yeah, I'm don't here. do that, man. It takes you about three seconds to talk. It's like you're not listening. It comes off as you're not listening and you're holding the phone. I know what you're doing. He's got me on mute, so I, that background noise won't be interfering. But anyway, what, uh, we did play your song. How about that? Well, thanks a lot. I just wanted to see. I mean, I meant to tell you they got a clean version, too, but I didn't even think about it at the time. I was. I didn't know you was going to play it. <laughs> I was just trying to, you know. That was somebody who used to rap about negativity. Now he rapped. He, he found the truth. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of them There's going to be a lot of uh, Snoop Dogg is another one He's right now going down a certain path He's going through the the, the Rasta movement Rastas believe we're Israel But they have a total different approach And once he gets down with the Rastas He's going to, trust me He's going to come full, uh, full circle Go ahead Brother Gabriel, go ahead, take me off mute. I was talking to my friend. He wanted to let people know he just found the truth too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah. Okay, well your friend your friend have to hold on when it's time for you to comment. But though listen, uh I'm gonna I just gonna talk about a few more things. I'm gonna wrap this show up. It's been two hours and really I wanna close I might as well just keep you on because I wanna just finish up this but listen. Folks, I want to just go ahead and, and wrap this show up. 
But I just want to say to Brother Gabriel, to you, to you, to you, a couple of things. Number one is, my my, my buddy says he says something like that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear it. Yes, sir. How you doing, brother? I'm doing okay, my brother. How you doing? What's your name? They call me D-Block. D-Block? Yes, sir. They okay. call me D-Block. Oh, brother D-Block. Is that a street name? That's, yeah, that's something street like name? that. Something like All that. All right, Tim, what's up? What's up? No, I'm just saying. I, you know, I, I was sitting here with Brother Gabriel, and I, you know, I've I really been in tune, like, for about the last, uh, i say about a year and a half, but... You know, I I usually be right here with him. Like when usually when he go to the, you know, so I'm usually the one like I'm I'm with him. I'm I'm riding with him, dropping them off or picking them up. You see what I'm saying? Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm, but no, I'm, I'm no, I don't know if you with the GLCC, but uh, not the same thing. Oh, okay, but I, I'm really in tune with the with the with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I was just saying I, I'm right here with you and I'm listening. And I was just letting the, I was telling I was telling my brother, I was saying, let him know, you know, you're not out here by yourself, right? You know what I'm saying? Or you got somebody out here listening with you. And and well, listen, you know what D- I'm saying? Walking the walk, acting ass. Well, now let me ask you something, D Block. I appreciate you wanting to talk and, and be expressive as you are. I really do appreciate it. And you with good company, brother. God we are good people. I think you mean well. And he one of them brothers that's gonna speak his mind and you're gonna get some scriptures to back it up. And so I believe you with good company. So that, that I commend you for even being around that brother because I've been knowing him for a little while, and I like his spirit. I really do. He might think I don't always do, but I really do. Now let me ask you a question, put you on the spot. Uh, what what attracts you to this message? What attracts you to what Brother Gabriel is saying? Why you why you even give him the time of day, even though I think you should? But why do you even spend time with him as a young person? How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 36 years old, brother. Okay, you're 36, okay, young person still, pretty much. And what attracts you to this message? Well, you know, just it's just the truth in the message, you know. I'm saying I, I look through all the, all the fuck, I mean, I just look through all the, all the bull, you know, and all the, all the nonsense, and I, you know, I can see what's really happening. You know, and I can relate yeah. to this. I can relate to this brother and what he's saying. And I, you know, I have my, I have open, I have open ears to everything that's going on, and I can see what's really going on. So you know. All right, and I, and uh, you know what? I want you to feel free to express yourself. While I don't think it's wise to curse over the air, I don't want you to be in bondage to me. I do want you to feel free. So if you slip, it ain't a big deal. I'm not one of those that's gonna lose my salvation because you say a curse word. And by the way, you're not cursing; you're saying profanity. And cursing is saying somebody ain't gonna be some, or somebody's gonna go to hell, or somebody is not gonna make it in life. So just, I want you to feel really free. That's why I say all that. You cool with me? Because I, I know your heart. I can look past somebody articulating and saying f this and f that and shit here, shit there. I understand what your heart is saying. Like I say. That's not really cursing. That's profanity. You know, it ain't wise to use it, but it ain't. It, it's no different than saying, man, dog, same thing. But listen, brother, let me ask you something. You said the 
It's looking past this BS. So what are you hearing that's BS out there that you're having issues with that I heard a little something in your voice like, what what are you tired of, of seeing that caused you to say to Brother Garvey, yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm feeling you, my brother. I'm feeling you. I mean, this is this a lot of false truth. Like, this a lot of false truth in the government, this in the churches, this is a lot of false truth. You know, bro? Right, right. Absolutely. Big time. It's a lot of deception, a lot of secrets, a lot of secrets, a lot of secret societies. And I'm not just talking about the Illuminati and them powerful people. I'm talking about the wannabe folks. Uh, there's some, even it's all the way trickling all the way down to your job. It's a lot of people secretly trying to keep down, hold back of people. There's a lot of plotting to keep the true Israelites in poverty, begging, borrowing, uh, broken. And, and and I don't know if people do it intentionally. I think sometimes people just do it because they want to preserve their own. So that's what they tell themselves anyway. But sometimes they own God enough and they still do it to people. So some people are just evil. But there's a whole lot of, uh, like you say, BS going on. But anyway, listen, I don't want to put you on the spot too long. I just wanted to just to hear what you was meaning by BS, you know, and and I do want to ask you one more question before I let you run. What's that? What did you get the What did you get the most out of this? What What mostly do you get? The, I mean, for you, you don't sound like a, a wimp. You sound like a pretty strong brother. So my question is, but what question. did this message do for you? What do the message do for you? I mean, what does it do the most for you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello? Okay, question. I can hear you. No, okay, the, what I what I get the most out of this, I get, like, basically spiritual, uh, what can I say, confirmation, or like, satisfaction. Maybe, maybe I can see more clearly because I know, I know it's, I know it's more, I know it's not what it seems, you know what I'm saying? Right. And then and then I talk I it's 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 a lot more out here than it seems, you know what I'm saying? And they they it, it's it's just different. I, I get I don't I don't know how to put it, but I don't know, satisfaction. I mean you do I mean I, I know it's somebody out here that see it like me. Yeah. Hello? Yo. Brother Seth. 